1: Welcome to the Auburn Live Podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where do you go? Where do you
2: go? Hey, how about you everybody? Welcome into another edition of the Auburn Live show, recruiting edition. Actually, this recruiting recruiting edition. You might know it as the show of your freaking pod. I'm your host, Jeffrey Leeds. Uh, senior recruiting editor for Auburn Live on three and if you're not a member of that site man and you're a recruiting fan you're definitely making a mistake because this is the time to join this month is going to be jam-packed with recruiting intel uh, football I'm expecting some basketball stuff to start trickling out for the month of June and today we are going to be discussing looking forward previewing with two of the guys who know more about it than anybody Mr. J Head how you doing big dog Doing good, brother. Glad to be here. I
0: may or may not be at an undisclosed location where Alvin in Alvin Henderson's hometown. So,
2: Alvin Henderson, the uh, top 25 running back who is visiting camping in Auburn on Friday. And uh, if if you're wondering who was over there
1: wrestling the mic, that's Mr. Cole Pinkston, recruiting analyst for Auburn Live on three. How the hell are you, Cole? (laughs) I'm good. Just trying to keep this mic in place, right? My glasses. Yeah, no, I'm doing good, man. Oh, you got the glasses on today. Well, they, they got the glare on them, man. I can't see myself. I know. I do the same thing. I tried it last time. I took them off, and I couldn't even. I couldn't even read the bottom line ticker we got going there. Well, so, I'm okay
2: yeah. if I keep everything close.
1: If I back away,
2: man, it's a little. It's a little blurry, which is kind of way I like it with you guys on the screen.
1: No,
0: you need to <laughs> with me over here. I promise you that.
2: <laughs> so, guys, we've got is June second. It is Thursday afternoon, June the 2nd, and we have we are on the verge of Auburn's first high school elite camp, which will take place on Friday. Also on the verge on the same day, taking place as five big-time official visitors coming in to campus. So a big weekend in Auburn, and this is just the first of many for this month. There, there's going to be official visitors every weekend. Next weekend is going to be probably even bigger than this weekend, quality and quantity, although this weekend is not – uh, lacking with quantity or quality. Uh, guys, looking at this weekend's official visit, I think this is the biggest story right here. You've got four star linebacker Jaden Osbury coming back to Auburn after having come up on Monday to help his brother Austin move in. You got Jaden Osbury coming up from Baton Rouge. You've got Keon Brown, the four star wide receiver from Florida, who Auburn offered about 10 days ago and he quickly set up an official visit. Got four star defensive tackle Jamal Jarrett coming down from North Carolina, who has called in Nietzsche Sledge, his brother. Nietzsche, of course, was one of several guys that moved in on Monday. So he'll be on campus. Those two will reunite mm-hmm. after having developed a close friendship a, after meeting at a Rivals camp, I think, a couple of years ago. So big, uh, big visit there. And then you've got N. Giffrard. Giffrard.
1: Giffrard.
2: Big, big offensive lineman who. Auburn has offered, and, you know, if you remember back early spring, he was huge. Like, he was massive. Like, he was almost too large. And Auburn wanted to see him, I think, before they really started to make their move on him. They wanted to see him and how he had slimmed down.
1: And he – I think he came in cold – what was he? Was he 340? Does I think that he, sound right? Yeah, he's he's a little above that, I think. But, I mean, for his for his frame, that's – that's he's uh, he done some good work to get down to that. He is a
2: massive individual. Whatever he did, Auburn loved what they saw. I think it was back in March or April, decided to make a bigger move on him. So getting him back on campus is going to be big. And then probably, even though he's the pro- uh, the lowest rated, lowest ranked of the five, maybe M was a little lower than him, but Brock, Brock, Auburn Brock Glenn, the quarterback from Memphis, coming in for an official visit, All eyes will be on this guy because I think he is the most impactful commitment of the class and potentially signee of the class looking Mm -hmm. ahead. Five big guys, top recruits, elite talent. Thoughts on this weekend, Jay Hen.
0: So – I guess let's start off with it's interesting how they've packaged these official visits. Okay. okay. Because you've got your quarterback, which should be the leader of your offense coming in this weekend. You've got a linebacker in Jaden Osbury who could potentially be the future leader of your defense coming in this weekend. A big nasty nose tackle, an offensive guard that's an absolute mauler, and a wide receiver that's probably in the mold of a Seth Williams. So as they're going through these official visits, you're going to kind of see these guys group together a little bit. And if Jay Osbury starts feeling Auburn, well, he's going to start recruiting that large nose tackle in mm-hmm. Jamal Jarrett, you know, because that big nose tackle is a uh, smaller linebacker's best friend. Yep. If the visit starts going well for Block Glenn, what do you think he's going to do? Well, he's going to recruit that big old nasty offensive guard and that all-star wide receiver to come play for him. Pivotal visits for both Osbury and Glenn – I think the great thing is you're already ahead of the curve with both of them. This is not their first visit to Auburn, so you're not setting the expectation, which is where we kind of fell short a little bit last year. This was a brand-new coaching staff, and when they were bringing in official visitors last June, it was all eggs were in the basket on just getting in the doorway. I mean, branding yourself to a degree for the first time with these kids. That's not happening this time. These are secondary and even tertiary visits for these prospects. And it's just vastly important that they show these guys they're wanted in this class, they're needed in this class, how they transcend the NFL within their system, everything that they're going to do for them. And if they're smart, they're probably going to sit them down and say, hey, look, I can't really talk to you about NIL, but these are the kind of packages that we have here at Auburn. What do you think? So that's kind of my thoughts as as the onset of the weekend, but it's just a – a really huge weekend for some really big targets.
2: And you know, we saw last weekend uh Roquez uh, came in and he was alone offensive lineman. He got all the attention. The week before it was Connor Stroh, got a big offensive lineman, got all the attention. What I noticed about this list, J head, is uh that you've got one at each position position. Yep. So that those guys are gonna be one-on-one with their position coach. They're gonna get the the attention, the meeting rooms. Um times with the coaches going to get uh, – it won't be spaced out, man. These guys will get the red carpet treatment from uh, from from their position. Coach Coles, what, uh, what are you looking for this weekend?
1: Well, we've talked about having just one guy, like you had McEldery and you had Stro, and it was sort of – you could bring the whole staff in and sort of work on him all together. And we talked about how Auburn wants to do that, but at the same time they are putting together big weekends too. And if you look at the five that are there, and I talked about this on the board uh, on the corner the other day, um, at, I, I'm looking at three guys right now in Jeff Rard, um, Brock Glenn, and and even Jay Nosberry, who Auburn may be the leader for, right? Even though the RPM doesn't show it, yes, I would put the them RP, in my yeah, class. Yeah, RPM shows LSU as the leader, and, and I talked about that today as well. I mean, there's a there's a good reason why it shows that. They also have family ties at LSU, mm-hmm. You know, uh, they've made him a priority at LSU. He's right down the road. So, yeah, there's – I mean, if you don't think LSU's real competition, they definitely are. Um, but having his brother at Auburn is huge, and and his brother has just checked in. He'll be there helping out, I'm sure. Um, Already is on Twitter. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he is. He is. But that's the thing. you got three guys that Auburn probably leads for. I think they can lock Brock Glenn down. If they want Jeff Rard, they can get him, I think. And still working on Osbury, but getting closer. And then you got two more guys who, you know, Keon Brown, we're still learning about him. Yeah. Jamal Jarrett. Boy, that's a big one. That is a big one. Yeah. And you got these guys here, they're on their visit, but could they be helping Auburn too? Because they're so high on Auburn. You know, that that's the dynamic where you have more guys there, uh, but you can still be sort of specialized to the one like Jamal Jarrett. Who you're still trying to grow interest in Auburn with him? So, I think that's how it'll go. I, I'm with you,
2: Cole. We're learning. We're kind of learning on the fly with this Keon Brown guy. He came out of nowhere. Never heard of him uh, until Auburn yeah. offered him about ten years ago. I mean, ten days ago. <laughs> Jamal Jarrett. Uh, <laughs> Jamal Jarrett. Now, Georgia feels extremely confident with, with him. Yeah. And I, if I was going to make a pick on him, that's where I would have it right now. Yeah. But. Cole, you, you might have these might have been your words, but if I'm making a, a class projection right now, all Jaden Osbury is one of my linebackers and yeah. Jaffrard is one of my offensive linemen and brought Glenn as my quarterback. Jay, do you yeah. agree
0: 100? Uh, if and I believe you've got the, the more solid intel on Jafard as far as that's concerned, if Jaffrard's a take, he's in this class 100. I right. know Glenn and Osbury are takes, there's no question. Yeah, um, to me, it's you know, it's so clustered right there at that offensive guard position with a guy like Jafard. You've got um, Clay Whedon from Florida, Rockrez McElderry. excuse me, McEldery. Yeah. (laughs) 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 It's so easy to do, isn't it? It is, and it's DJ Chester. So you've got a massive group of guys that are all – Kelton Smith they are all similar skill set. And who's going to be the take out of that group? That's what I don't know. Um, I do know that the reviews, like you said, were very positive on Jafard. And I do believe he was at three sixty I think that was the weight cold that you guys had, to yeah, play.
1: I think that's what he's at
0: six six three sixty but down from four hundred plus right yeah,
1: I knew we it was something We haven't seen him since he was on campus what what weekend was that Jeffrey?
2: I thought it was uh was it it wasn't back in it was, January was it March it was march it was March okay it, it was, was a day was it not no it was before a- No a- it was it was uh
1: March 9th I want to say or maybe April 9th when they I mean, had I, I got
2: you I got your big dog because of the the on3 database man being able to pull up these visits and stuff yeah. the recruiting prep. He was here March 19th. He March,
1: was here 20, he was here January
2: 29th. Yeah. He was here January 29th for that big junior day and I think they were like, "Damn, that dude's maybe too big." And yeah. they wanted to see him and he came back uh March 19th
1: and they were like, "Okay. And he was at a couple of games, too. Uh, we saw him on the sideline. I, Iron yeah. Bowl and Georgia. I got a picture of him then. I was comparing the picture of him then and to the one now. Uh, yeah, he's definitely trimmed up a lot. But, you know, even though he was big, he, he wasn't like uh, – you see some guys that are sort of overweight and, and somewhat sloppy looking, and you go, okay, that that's going to take a lot of work. Well, you looked at Jafar, even back when he was as heavy as he was, he wasn't sloppy. He's just – He's just overweight. He just needs to lose some weight to get quicker. But, I mean, he's always had the great frame. They knew looking at him that if he puts in the right work, he's going to be perfect. He's going to be exactly what he needs to be as far as frame goes. I tell you what, man, they're recruiting some horses. Typically,
2: <laughs> I know that, that I would I would put in the tackle category. But they're the the guards, the interior guys that they're recruiting. Sands, Braden, Joiner, and um, Connor Lou, the two. Centers, I think, are yeah, could possibly put Braden's not short either, but Connor is right. He's more prototypical center. Is that yeah. right? Uh, yeah. I mean, they both kind of are, they're about the same. Uh, okay. But man, you're talking, I mean, you don't know how many six six guys that I find out Auburn's looking inside guys.
0: And I talked about that a little bit on our call in show, or maybe it was last week's uh podcast the size of the overall offensive line. That was something that when Will Friend came in immediately, just this type of style that they want offensively, the kind of offensive lineman that they want philosophically, they're just a little bit larger. So a guy like Broderius Ham, you know what I mean? If you were recruiting him now, he'd 100% be an offensive guard, and that's how he would be treated. And in my opinion, if, Har- if Darius Ham is developed as a guard, he's probably in the NFL right now. That's my honest opinion.
1: Yeah. Or, you yeah, he was the draft pick right?
0: by having to play offensive tackle purely out of need.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the goal, right? Try to avoid that from happening anymore. Uh, yes, that was the, that's been the case. You saw guys kind of out of position at times, and that's what they want to avoid. And they're gonna, try to get I'm as sorry. many as they can. Uh, Broderius, I think I saw
2: he signed on with a USFL team. He did, I think. Didn't he sign on with the Birmingham Colts? Isn't that where he signed on with? I'm not exactly sure. Maybe I maybe I got that wrong. Is that Birmingham, England? <laughs> I'm I'm serious. I thought that it was Birmingham Stallions.
1: Stallions, yeah.
2: It is the Stallions, you're the right. Colts. <laughs> yeah. Come on, brother. <laughs> Dude, Birmingham Stallions goes back to my childhood days, man. That was old school Birmingham yeah, Stallions. They used to be great. They used to be really good. I used to go to Legion Field and watch them play. No.
1: They're good now. Aren't are they doing really Aren't they in the playoffs? I haven't really kept up with it, honestly. I, 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 I don't I,
0: think they're in the playoffs just yet. I think they still got some more games to play.
1: Gotcha. Uh, a couple of uh,
2: tomorrow's camp, the first of three high school elite camps, they're going to have another one uh, next week, pretty much one every week for the next three weeks. They're going to have one <laughs> January, J- June the 6th, with I think it's Monday. Yes. Is that right? Thursday, uh, Friday. Then they're going to have Monday. Couple of three guys that we know that are coming, I'm going to be keeping an eye on. Or or, or, is we mentioned Alvin Henderson, the 10th grade running back from Elba. Then, of course, you've got Air uh, Apprentice Air Nolan, 2024. I think he's the number eight quarterback. He's from Langston Hughes. Auburn already has a commitment from Terrence Love. Two guys, Jelani Thurman, Joshua Horton, both coming for official visits Friday week, June the 10th. Those two guys. On the Friday camp, and then Monday you've got the, the the very intriguing JUCO kid, Samaj James, who I thought was it was a fascinating. I talked to him for 15 minutes the other night. It was fascinating just listening to his story because the kid played last year at Fort Scott at 16 years old. He was 16 years old, so he 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 he, he was at uh, St. Pope, something. Shit, what's this? Dang it! Forgot I forgot which one. I think it was Pope High School down in Florida. And he had played with Terry on Arnold and.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and so I remember his name as a high school recruit. Uh, I mean, you don't forget that name, right? Well, he, he was going. Yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> I, I, Shamar James is who I was first initially thinking of the kid from faith. This kid is Samaj James. He was, he, he said he was set to go to Georgia to play nickel for Kirby smart. That's
1: how good he was. Um, yeah, I remember, I remember actually, uh, Georgia was, was a school that was on him. And then Oregon, because yep. I think Dan Lanning was one of the big, it, it all kind of happened pretty quick, but I, he never went anywhere. He went to JUCO, you know? So. Yeah.
2: He said, so the, so the, uh, the counselor, the guidance counselor whatever came to him and she she said, you know, are you Samaj? because everybody's been wanting transcripts of you, but she, he had been to a previous high school and she goes, what did, the, what were they putting you in? Like what classes? and, had you in like three PE classes and he was like, man, I was just doing what I was told. Right. right. And he, she said, well, you're, you know, a partial qualified, you're not qualified to go to college in I guess two years. He was a junior. He goes, he does all these online courses trying to get eligible and was apparently late in turning in one of the things and realized that he wasn't going to be eligible. So he dipped out and went to Fort Scott played last year. He's, he's, I guess he was young for his grade anyways. Mm-hmm. But he he turns eighteen in October, so he turned seventeen this past October in the middle of the season for Fort. He was sixteen years old and, and playing last year at a prominent JUCO who out plays out in Kansas um, teams, Butler and all those guys. Yeah, uh, and then Fort Scott had a kid die on the field. I, I had forgotten about this. I don't know if y'all do you remember a, a guy last year at Fort Scott he died on the field and uh,
0: vaguely. I, I yeah, mean, me too.
2: Me too. It, it, it,
0: Go ahead. I'm sorry. You,
2: you, 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 you always hear something. I mean, I, I vaguely remember it. I don't, I don't remember doing much research into it, but yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, kind of remember that. Well, they shut down the program at, at Fort Scott after that. So now oh, he's at man. Butler. Yeah. He's 17 oh. years old, turns 18 in October. And uh, Albert's kind of been been pursuing him since January. He wanted, he's originally from Tallahassee, going to get him on campus Monday. And he's definitely got to keep an eye on, man. He, he's young, he's talented. A lot of schools are after him. Nobody has really offered yet, and I think most people want to get him on campus, including Auburn. But definitely got to keep an eye on next Monday for the, uh, the for the second high school elite camp. <coughs> um, and then, of course, after that, you've got a couple of – I think you've got an O-line-D-line camp, but what I'm really looking forward to is Friday week, man. That's uh, next weekend's official visitor list. When you've got Hunter Osborne, you've got Keldrick Falk, you've got Jelani Thurman, Joshua Horton. Um. Uh. Oh, what's the linebackers? Uh, Cj Allen. Cj Allen.
0: Well, and then you got the big one out of Denmark too, right? Isn't uh,
2: D. Creighton? It, D. Creighton. Yes. There's two linebackers next week. Yes. So Christian Robinson's got Jaden Osbury this weekend. He's got Cj Allen and D. Creighton both next weekend. Loaded group. Um. I yeah. think we just. I think we named all the June 10th because there's five this weekend, six next weekend. As it stands now. Keldrick, Faulk, Hunter Osborne, Joshua Horton, three stud defensive linemen. We'll leave them in that category. Falk as an edge, Hunter Osborne, is he kind of a Kobe Wood a five kind of guy? Yeah, he's
0: a five tech, yeah, okay. definitely. Uh,
2: and then, of course, Joshua Horton, who's your traditional more three. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I'm working. I'm working on my numbers and think positions. like uh, Zeke Walker with with Horton. Okay. And you've got CJ Allen, D. Creighton. And then, so all of those are defensive. I just noticed that, except for Jelani Thurman. You got five guys coming in next weekend on defense studs, and then Jelani Thurman. Yep. And I'm sure Chance Love will come over as well.
0: I saw today that Jelani Thurman (laughs) is now wanting to have a July decision. So, very important to get him on campus this weekend, make that impression. Um, you know, it, it, it's really strange how the June V's have just started to dominate. I mean, within, what, the last two or three years, Jeffrey, yeah. it's this is really kind of a new fad um, where coaches want to be able to devote more time to, you know, prospects that they're really interested in um, because it's so hard in season to have these officials to be able to do yeah. this kind of time.
2: And get 48 straight hours.
0: 48 straight hours, whereas we used to have Big Cat at the very beginning of the summer as our opening pitch to kind of get people interested. Now this staff is using camp season and official visit season, and then they're going to put Big Cat weekend in July. I think that's a fantastic way to close the summer. Um, Just the, I guess, the phenomenon of the June official visit. I mean, and it's everywhere.
1: Yeah. I'll, I'll be curious to see how many of these OV guys, which most of the OV guys are your very, very top targets. Yep. How many of those guys are going to come to Big Cat, too? I mean, surely. And, and they, they come back it. for a game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, yeah, they're going to keep visiting. And, and most of these guys are from, you know, Georgia, Alabama. Um, In fact, uh, all six guys we named for the June 10th are Alabama and Georgia prospects. Yep. So – you know, I, I think I think they're going to keep coming back, and that's just—I tell you what—the June the June official visits have gotten so big that even Dabo's starting to do them. Over, oh, yeah, you know, you know, and he was against it, man. Well, and no. I don't mean that it's not like a shot or anything, but it's like he said, you know what, I, I'm going to have to do this. I have to because everybody else is is getting them in. I, I have to have these official visits right now. You yeah,
2: know, he he's learning that too about his offers as well. Yeah. I mean, he's having to it, right? I mean, he thought he was yeah. going to be all, hey, I'm not offering to it. Uh, hey, while y'all were talking about, Cole, you talking about Alabama and Georgia, I just went back over the list for this weekend. Yeah. Not one person from Alabama, but five different states, Louisiana, Florida, North Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee. Yeah. All the surrounding states.
0: Yeah, all feeder states for our recruiting footprint. And, and mm-hmm. you just hit the nail on the head, Jeffrey, because we've done such a better job this year utilizing our feeder state schools. Yes. Last year, I mean, you were bringing in guys from New York and Nebraska and Pennsylvania and California, Oregon. And I'm not they probably were going where they had relationships, if I'm being completely honest. Yeah, sure. That's, those are the guys. Yeah. But you see the difference, and I know a lot of people don't want to hear, you know, this is going to sound like an excuse, but you see the difference that a year makes in being able to recruit to Auburn for a brand-new staff and how you can cultivate and develop those relationships over a season. If this staff can win the proper amount of games and make some noise this fall in the field, just think about how much further along we're going to be even next year if you're showing that upward trajectory.
2: And they've still got the the, the connections up north. We just saw them offer from Philadelphia the big uh, lineman that's committed to make uh, yeah. will, Strand, DeStrand or something. Yeah should have yeah. wrote a story about him. But then you think about you got Side Mitchell and Phil Pecciotti coming in later this yep. month. Uh Mitchell from New Jersey. Uh Picciotti from Pennsylvania. Yep. I'm trying to think who else. So there's you and, and of course Connor Stroh's already come in from Texas.
1: Yes. Right. Well, of course, you know, you, you even uh you even hit one in Nebraska last year, Texas. You got Louisiana. So oh, yeah. it's, not, it's not wrong to go out there. It's just uh, your emphasis needs to be on your states around it, And a lot of people were upset about that because it wasn't really happening. And now um, you can't really argue that anymore because it is. And you're still going outside your comfort zone too. So that's okay. I mean, you widen your net and, and if it's not working out, then you know, you know who your top targets are, so you keep coming back.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a delicate balance. It really is. It's a delicate balance to strike. And you're right, Cole. I mean, I think the importance of recruiting that regional footprint is you can get those guys on campus multiple times over. And when you're an ascending program like Auburn, you need guys on campus as much as you possibly can. It's hard to get guys from New Jersey on campus multiple times. It's hard to get guys from Nebraska on campus multiple times. So if you don't slam dunk that OV, you're just kind of at a disadvantage with these kids that are local, and if you can get them, you can get them on campus multiple times. Even if they have a subpar visit, you can rebound on that next time around. Yeah. So, it, right. that's just kind of the importance of it, the way I think I see it and, and you guys as well.
2: Yep. Yeah. Uh, Naquil Tran. I think I said that, didn't I? The kid from, uh, that's yeah. committed to Colorado from Philadelphia. I, I'm just looking back over some of our stories on for the past week. We kind of skipped over Jaden Osbury coming, but – for the record, he did come with Austin Cole, Cole kind of through this, uh, through the corner a bone earlier, saying that it, it was a possibility. He did come with his brother Austin to move in on uh, on Monday, then turned around, and drove back to Baton Rouge, and then now turning around and coming back with his mother and father, I think. Yes, uh, which will be, uh, which will be very important. You know, as as many times Austin came to Auburn last year, which I think was two or three times from Baton Rouge, built a great relationship. Felt very at home. Zach Etheridge was was huge with him. Austin didn't come. He, he, he didn't. I mean, it's not like every trip he that he came. So it wasn't he wasn't making every trip that Austin made. So it was important. It's important to get him back Monday. See what these new freshmen, the you know the digs that they're in. I mean, they got some nice. They got a nice setup, big dog.
0: Brother, I promise you Conway Acres wasn't that nice for me when I moved on, but I, I promise you that.
2: <laughs> I was in the Tiger Terrace on West Glen, son. I had the one bedroom
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> with the wood panel walls, man. Yeah. I hear you, brother. I hear you. Uh, I had wood, a real wood panel made. walls. And then hey, let's don't forget Miles Graham, who came in who was it? When was when did Miles Graham? Miles Graham 2024. Probably, oh, I think he's the number three linebacker. It, it was the same day because Jaden Osbury is the number three linebacker in 2023. Miles Graham yeah. is the number three linebacker in 2024, and both were here on Monday. Miles yeah. Graham, Miles Graham is the son of Omar, yes, Omar Graham, who played with Cadillac Williams at Tampa Bay, and, and Miles like, man, that's Uncle Cadillac to me. That's uncle to me. Huh. Like he, he's got a very strong relationship with Cadillac on top of a very strong relationship he has with Christian Robinson. And Damari Austin. Damari Austin, former former high school teammate of Damari Austin. So very fami- familiar to this guy. And he's a guy that we'll be talking about next year saying, oh, remember he came – and he and this was the second visit of the spring. He came earlier and I think it was March or April. So yeah. he, is, he yeah. has got some – of course, in-state Georgia is going to be tough to beat. I'm sure Alabama will be in there. Ohio State, sure. Clemson everybody's going to want this kid and auburn has gotten in on him got the relationships developed so it'll be uh fun watching his recruitment next year and seeing how uh man we talk about it every time we talk about the potential of this class but man you make some noise this year yep yeah make some noise this year
1: yep mm. that's the key. that is that's the key get A- some A- juice A-
0: yep get some juice on the trail
2: yeah as, uh, now, I've got a little update. We talked about Charlie Jones. We're, well, I was going to kind of merge into the transfer portal because it's been kind of quiet. It's been kind of dead um, lately, last couple of weeks. Charlie Jones, the uh, wide receiver from Iowa, was interested in Auburn. We, we, I think we talked about his possible Purdue commitment, yeah. although he hasn't publicly said it. There's been reports. But I will say that even if he hasn't confirmed it, uh, Auburn – is no longer a factor. He's done. It's out.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: So we'll we'll move on there. I don't have anybody else. I have. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you here. I, I, not not full disclosure. but There are some guys that have been in the portal a long time. Some very talented guys at very talented, well, uh, highly needed positions for Auburn. Yes, they're still in there. Yes, and if they're working towards getting eligible to transfer to Auburn, wouldn't that be interesting?
0: Yes, it would.
2: So I have got a couple of names we'll be keeping track of, and so I, th- although it's been quiet, it's not completely dead. There, there's still some things in the back, and it may not, it, it may not amount to anything, right? But I will yeah. say that there are some things in motion, or at least some things people being tracked. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll leave it at that for now. It won't, of course, it won't be too much longer. We'll know whether or not it's
1: happening, right? Yeah, it'd be like. A month.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd say August 1st, probably, so probably yeah. a month and a half, you'll know. You know what I mean? Whether or not that's going to materialize or not.
1: If
2: uh so that'll be um something we'll be tracking. Because at, at this point in the transfer portal process, if you haven't transferred somewhere, there's a reason that you haven't, and you're probably working on getting your transcripts in order to be able to transfer, or you're a grad transfer who's gonna enter late, kind of like uh was the wide receiver from Georgia, Demetrius Robertson. Yes. Did did a year ago, kind of jumped in late and worked out perfectly for Auburn. Auburn needs another Demetrius Robertson in this class. They need a grad transfer who can come in and play, and he did. And it didn't matter that he came in in, what, August? No. Right right before the first week.
0: Yeah, had zero bearing. And, look, he wasn't all-world by any means, but he was productive, made plays, um, and we could use an extra veteran in that room to help bolster the floor.
2: Yeah, for sure. Hey, I, and I tell you what, guys. I, I I saw this. I got a I got a question for you, and it's from uh, subscriber L J S R H S one one two seven. He meant he asked this question on the corner, and I thought, man, that would be a great thing to talk about on the Shrivel pod, throwing it at uh, um, at Jay Head and Cole as well. I think it's he, he wants to know like how many at each position do you see Auburn taking. in this class. And I thought, and I started going over my head. Well, one here, two there, three there. And I thought, well, let's, let's bounce that off of each other. Let's see. I'll tell you what, I, I'll go. We'll, we'll just start at quarterback. I think we all agree. Auburn's going to take one, one quarterback. Yes.
0: One. Yep.
1: One, one yeah. quarterback. We all agree. Auburn would love to take two running backs. Yes. Yeah. I, I would even say it doesn't go above two. I'd say two. And I don't think it's going to be one either. I think it's going to be two. And a deadline at two. Uh, if Auburn were to get one running back, what's the running back room look like next year? Tank's gone, right? Yeah. So you Tank, got Darkwood, yeah. Hunter, yep. Hunter Austin, uh, yes. Sean Jackson, Jordan Ingram. Yeah, Jordan Ingram.
0: Which is why you're pushing for two.
1: Right on.
2: You want to you want to push the average guys down the the depth chart a little bit. Yeah. You don't want the average guys rising to the top. No. So, right. I agree. I got one running back, wide receivers. Which, shit, man. I think you take as many good ones as you can.
0: I think. In when I my, say that, I
2: mean three to four.
0: Yeah, I got three, three. to four. It, it really well. I guess I'm gonna go with four. If you're gonna count transfers, I think they're gonna to try to take three high school guys and a and a and a, and a transfer in this cycle. I honestly yeah. believe they're gonna go out and target one to two transfers. So it may be as much as five. Um, if we can fit it all underneath the eighty-five,
1: we're not necessarily predicting, but I'm just going to predict three. That's my prediction: three high school signees.
0: Yeah, three definitely high school. Um, and if we're factoring in transfers, like I said, I'm going I'm going to raise that number to four.
1: Now, of course, I, I think they could go to four, maybe even five, but I I just my prediction is that they get three from the high school ranks.
0: Yeah, Jay Lee, are we talking Shirley High School when we're doing this? Is that what we're going to? We're talking.
1: We're
2: talking the end of the uh, the start a year from now. How many Auburn wide receivers have reported to campus
1: hmm. from the twenty
2: twenty three class? Twenty twenty three class.
1: Yeah, I, I'll go. I'll go four then.
0: Yeah, I'll go four then because if we're going to include mm-hmm. transfers, I'm definitely going four. And, I, go and four. I'll
1: still stay. I'll still stay at two for running back.
0: Oh yeah, you know, I, I just think that's where the number sits. Tight
2: end
1: looks good. The tight end room looks really good. I I still think you want to take one, one for sure. Well, I mean, a guy like Jelani Thurman is a tight end, but he's not exactly you know traditional. He's he's a hybrid guy, so he's kind of got his own you know thing going there.
2: So So you you can
1: also, I think, I honestly think if they find a tight end, a traditional type tight end, more like. Uh, Luke Deal, a guy that's good on the line of scrimmage that can block and also can get out in routes and things. I think they'd go with that too. And Jelani Thurman, if they can get them both.
2: Luke Deal being like a Makeska, Reed Makeska. who's just
1: – Yeah, Reed Makeska, yeah. They just offered another guy too, I believe. Uh, up in Cincinnati, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Midwest. That yeah. That's what leads me – because they keep kind of – Offering guys and targeting guys, and that just leads me to believe they do want a traditional type tight end too, if they can. I don't think it's like a a must, but they would definitely take one.
0: Yeah, so I then one to two for tight yeah. end because if you one if you two. looking at Jelani Thurman as a hybrid, which I think we all are, then one to two.
2: Uh, office line, we all agree, it's going to be a big class. When I say big, I mean a a, a, a total line replacement, at least on paper. Right. I mean I'm I'm thinking a, a center, two guards, two tackles, maybe another tackle or a guard, are best available. That's how I'm getting to 6. I'm I taking like it Oh shit, really?
0: If we're going to count transfers, I'm I'm, I'm going to okay. 8 guys in this offensive line class. I think so we're going to So 8 new top-
2: names on the 2023 roster at offensive yes. line. You know what? That's that's a good way to look at it, Jay. Head. I probably I probably say Albert takes 5 to 6 and then adds Yeah, I
1: I, I can see it. I'm uh, going to go nine. I'm going to go one more. And I almost went 10, but I'll go nine. (laughs) You brought me down a little bit.
0: (laughs) I just – I don't think you can – here's the problem, is getting that underneath your 85, because you can't take away from another position. I mean, we need – don't get me wrong, we're losing 6-0 after this season. Your numbers in that room still aren't even where you want them because you've only got 15 guys. You technically want it probably between 15 to 18. So I'm
1: with you, Cole. And- well, well, don't forget too. I mean, you're you're gonna. I don't see a a scenario where you don't have a few hit the portal from your own roster. Why? Sure. Right. I mean, so because somebody's not going to play,
0: and and and, those- and it could
1: even it could even be offensive linemen, even though you got. I mean, my gosh, the door's wide open for offensive linemen. But it could somebody could could leave. I mean, you never know. Nobody thought did. Deshaun Manning would leave when he was a possible starter, right? No, no. Uh, you
2: know what? You know what's going to be easy, really easy for Auburn to do next year at this time, is get transfer offensive linemen. Yes, when you've, when you've got every position open because that's what they want, right? That's what the transfer guys want. It and is- uh, so you're going to get, let's say Auburn signs five to six high school offensive linemen, and then that transfer portal wave comes. What February the first now?
0: Well, and that's up for debate. Yeah, We're
1: they're
2: working on it. it in the show. Okay. Trying to you, you get your high school guys locked in. They want it earlier or later.
0: They want it later. Good. Well, several coaches do. Some like Shane Beamer and Kirby don't. But we'll talk about that. A little
2: they
1: bit want later. it to okay. line up with the the actual date for for everything else. They don't want to have their own day. They want it to be along with everything else. Instead of okay, the SEC does it three months earlier. They want it to be with the NCAA on that. Okay. I really don't know what I read on that. <laughs> well, I could see Auburn taking five or six
2: offensive linemen, high school offensive linemen. Yep, and then adding at least two in, from the transfer portal. And I think the, the, it'll be right for the taking.
0: I agree, and I think I think we're going to take two from the transfer portal, regardless. It, like Cole said, we may take more, but do yeah, you,
2: right? Do you at get least
0: a year back? Do you get a Keandre Jones back? I think that will kind of drive how many transfer offensive linemen you take but i'm i'm solid at 8 i think we're we'll have 8 new guys um in that offensive line room this time next year
1: i agree at least 8 right
0: yeah
1: ooh wee that would be awesome wouldn't it <laughs> i mean it really <laughs> would talking about some folks fired up
0: yeah I'm i don't to even to
1: think, think i don't even think they care who it is hey 8 linemen sweet yeah. you know do you we'll think i'm in wrong in in, in saying I,
2: I, 6 come february signing day and then adding two or three transfers after yes. that
0: I think six is the number for high school. I think that's what they want. I think they want, yeah, yeah, five, five yeah, you know, one at each position. So, you know, what I mean, a left tackle, right tackle, left guard, right. right guard in the center. And then they want a best available. Right. You know, sure. whether that's Connor Lou, whether that's, you know, Ian Jaffard, whether that's
2: Shelton you know, Smith.
0: Yeah. Whoever, Clay Whedon, what, whoever right. ends up being your best Connor Stro, you yeah. know, a guy that can probably play multiple spots for you. Yep. So,
2: but that's exciting, man. I haven't seen anything like that since, shit, 10, ten years maybe. Probably oh.
1: not in the Gus Malzahn era. No, I skipped right over him. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: turning to defense, so so we've got one quarterback, two running backs, three to four wide receivers, one to two tight ends, and eight offensive linemen total. That's eight, 10, 14. Hey, by the Plus way, Jeffrey, is not, to, not to
1: ruin your uh, train of thought there, but Charles Power with on three just dropped his – 10 guys who could see a ratings bump, basically guys on the rise. Tell me Brock Glenn's in there. He's not. <laughs> but uh Jordan Hall, defensive lineman from Florida, is in there. He's yep. visiting. DJ Chester, interior yep. offensive lineman from <laughs> – Conyers, Georgia. Yep. And I would Con- put him
2: in my class too. <laughs> yep. I would, as exactly. of today. Now, I don't know. I would have to look and find out if him and uh Jafrard, are they the same spot guy? Is it one or both? I mean, you know, uh, is, it either, either, is it either or?
1: Well, you yeah. got. I, I mean, with with the with the five to six we were talking about with high school linemen, yeah. I would think at least three would go to guards, and not counting Braden Joiner, right?
0: Eh, well, I think two would go to guards, and then you would have a swing guy. That's how I would handle it.
1: Okay, yeah. I would
0: have two guards, and then a guy that's capable, like a Connor Stro or like a DJ Chester, that could also or kill. Yeah, yeah. play Weeden, right? Yeah. <laughs>
2: Clay Whedon
1: could be a swing guy, right? Maybe. Oh, you think he's he's strictly inside? I think he's a guard. I think Connor Stroh might be your swing guy because he might could play tackle too. It's just uh, at this point, I don't know if they've even narrowed it down that much. I think they want to see where everybody's at and then go and work out the numbers later and see who we can get in that we really like. You know what I mean?
0: But as yeah. far as yeah, as far as my take goes, one, the limited film I've seen of him, Jay Lee, I feel like his athleticism transcends better to guard. That's where he it, you know he fits a little bit better, where his power can be utilized. I don't know with regard to his feet if he has the athleticism to play on the outside on an island.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough. I will say this about the transfer portal next year: all these guys going to Alabama and Georgia and thinking they're going to sit are thinking they're going to play and they ended up sitting three years and they were five-star, four-star, high, four-star guys that picked Alabama and Georgia over Auburn and now see immediate playing play an opportunity at Auburn. If Auburn makes some noise next year, those are the guys that I'm going to be looking for in the transfer portal.
0: You dang right.
2: I got a couple of names on my list. <laughs> I do. Sure, of course. Uh, defense, turning to defense. This is going to be a, y'all, y'all might have to walk me through how you're going to uh, divide up your numbers here. Are you going to, uh, going with a, a nose guy, a three, a five, a, an edge. How how are you taking guys here? All
0: right, so we'll separate edge, and then we'll just count D line as one total.
2: Okay, that's what I did.
0: Um, I think that's the easiest thing to do for the for everybody that's watching the show, so we don't get too technical.
2: Right on. Um, me. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm learning though, man. I'm you learning.
0: are. Yeah, hey, look, I, I'm 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 impressed, brother. But yeah, Can we'll you, go edge, DL, okay. linebacker, and secondary.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. In, in, on the DL shit, man. I, I'm kind of – I'm more open to
1: suggestions here. I haven't really – Let me ask you this, Jeff. Are you keeping count? Is that what you're doing? Are you That's doing? what I was doing. I've got 17 okay. right now at most on the on, uh, 17 on offense. On
2: offense. And that's okay. if Alder maxes out with four wide receivers with two tight ends and with eight offensive linemen.
1: Yeah, I was wondering. I knew we were getting kind of high there. I mean, they just signed a class of 17 players. So, uh, I don't know. D line. I would say four. Yeah. Not counting. You're counting
2: Hunter Osborne. Yes. Yeah. Anybody that's not an edge, D line. Anybody that's not on edge. Okay. I like it. He says four, J head.
0: I'm going to go with four, including one transfer. So, I'm going to go with three high school guys and one transfer. So, four. Like and it. we, you know, we may not have to take a transfer. I mean, if if a guy like, oh, um you, Zeke Walker takes off, then you don't necessarily need a transfer. More per se, if you, if a Jeffrey Emba plays up to expectation, then you're not going to have to have that situation. But right now, I would say four guys. That's that's kind of my feeling on it. One transfer and and three high school players.
2: Yeah, two edge, three edge. Three, two to three three at least. Yeah. Two high school guys to transfer.
0: Yeah. Two high school guys and a transfer. I mean, I think if they could get three high school guys of the elite ones, they'd take it. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, um,
2: I don't think you turn down an elite edge no matter what what you've got in the bank.
0: No, because the problem is right now is you only of the edge players that you've got, you've got three natural edge guys, and you got a guy like Cam Riley that can probably moonlight out there, and you got a guy like Kobe Wooden that can give you some snaps there. So, not a lot of depth. You probably want at least five in that room, I would think, Cole.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, and if you're going to lose two, because there's the potential you could lose Leota and there's the potential you could, you're definitely losing Hall to the NFL. Well, that takes you down to one natural edge. So, you're going to have to really put some of you, you know, I mean, some numbers in your class towards that position.
1: Yeah. They, they got to get at least four total transfer yeah. in high school. So, right now they've got three on the roster and they're losing Derek.
0: Losing Derek for sure and potentially Leota.
1: I would say they do lose Leota. Damn, yeah. dude. you Yeah, at least four, right? Just to, just to fill out the depth chart. Yeah. <laughs> right. So
0: at least probably two to three from high school and another one to two from, you know, the transfer market. Yeah. All right. I like. I guess that.
1: it's still possible to – I mean, there's still going to be a few transfer portal entries even though the deadline is over. Mm-hmm. It's possible, I guess, that they would pick somebody up who would have to sit out the year, too. Well, yeah. right? Why not? Yeah, I mean, yeah,
0: it could happen. If a guy that they're interested in does, but my guess is at the edge position, there there is a target in there that's doing some academic coursework, and if we add one, it's going to be one of those guys.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking is happening elsewhere. Yeah. There's some people that that know that there's an opportunity there for Auburn if they can get some things done this summer. It's not over.
0: I
1: would agree. Anybody that's in the portal right now, and if they were to circle back on and grab them, they would be eligible, right? Correct. As long as they got in before May 1 or they're a grad transfer, they'd be eligible. Yep. And the grades are right, yeah. Yep.
2: Uh, Cornerback, I I always list these as two, two, two different categories. You've got safeties and you've got cornerbacks. Yep. DBs, CBs. Uh, CB. Okay, are you putting Terrence Love with the DBs?
0: Yes, okay. Terrence Love is with my DBs. He's with my safeties as of today. Now he may grow into a linebacker because he's got did that kind of build. Did but we skip? Did we skip guess. linebacker? Yes, what? we did. I, uh,
2: I had already written down my guess. Uh, <laughs> we'll, come, we'll come back to it. Let's keep going with cornerbacks, okay. yeah, yeah, Jay. Yeah. You were saying Terrence Love, who is listed and ranked as a linebacker, yep. being recruited to Auburn to play safety. Yeah, I got him as a boundary safety
0: slash nickel. I'm with Cole on that.
2: Yeah, nickel could be possible too. Um, How many more are you going to add back there at safety?
0: At safety, one more. So I'm I'm only taking two safeties in this class. I think adding Cameron McDonald or not Cameron McDonald. Excuse me, Craig McDonald. Craig, yeah, Yeah. yeah.
1: that's right. Don't forget about him. That's right. Boy, gosh, there's some young talent in the safety room. Uh, They're going to be there for a while. Gilbert, uh, Caden Bridges, yeah. Wooden only guy. Oh yeah, don't forget about
0: Caleb. Yeah, Caleb Wooden. So you got three really young players in that at at that spot, Um, and and I think he's only a redshirt sophomore and Craig McDonald. So yeah, yeah. I'm going with two guys at safety. I I, and you may only end up taking one. Yeah, Uh, you know I think that might be a spot that they could trim back at, um, because I think Puckett's got another year. So if he doesn't
1: leave, yeah.
0: You know, you may only you only may only take one in this class. You know, if you can get an elite one like the kid out of uh, out of Birmingham, Tony Mitchell. Yeah, Tony Mitchell. Then you'll take them all day, every day. Sure. Uh, yeah. And you'll and the numbers will work themselves out.
1: Of course, you only have one guy at nickel that you're really comfortable as, like a true nickel would be Kaufman. So, Terrence Love probably fits there. If that's the case, you know, one more safety, but you also look maybe another nickel if you want to keep him at safety. They they can kind of play around with that because they have good numbers right now on, on the roster.
0: They do, although I think Osbury's is going to be a nickel. I think, I think he is a Yeah, nat- you've got Osbury. I've Pretty watched much. his tape over and over, and I just think he is a prototype nickel for this
2: defense. Man, they had some so good DBs last, last class, didn't they?
1: Definitely. I, I forgot all about Osbury in, in thinking about this here. Because he's probably safe for your nickel too, right? Yeah. He's, I mean, he's not your nickel. Yeah. Probably the guy
2: who shined the most in the spring was Caleb Wooden, who was the most underrated kid in the class. Nobody really paid attention to him. He's Kobe's little brother. You know, he's a three star yeah. recruit. And he went out in the spring. Just he, 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 I heard his name a few times.
0: He probably reminds you of his defensive bats coach, didn't
2: he? Yeah, absolutely.
0: That went on the just he started playing as an absolute true freshman.
2: Same storyline. <laughs> sure did. Yeah. yeah. Um, I
0: was beating up a kid from Columbus High School out there on the practice field one day.
2: Oh, Deron,
0: yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, Deron
2: Fur. His, cle- his, cle- his cleats are still out there somewhere, man. <laughs> <laughs> Zach put the pound in the head. Yeah, he oh, sure. Did. God, I forgot all about that. <laughs> man, that's crazy how things would leak back then, right?
0: Oh, I know, right? But that, yeah, you know, I mean, that goes to what we were talking about. How you guys used to have that on. Un- un- Tethered access back mm. there to the coach's office.
2: Yeah. Yeah. If y'all don't remember, Zach Etheridge beat the shit out of uh <laughs> I mean, he did. I don't know how it was today. He whipped his ass. Uh, Deron <laughs> Fur, who was like a four star quarterback at the time from uh, Columbus, yeah. was a carver.
0: Yeah. Columbus, Man, I haven't heard that
2: name in a long time. Deron he Fur. One of he, had a, he, had, he had a wide receiver with him too, I think.
0: He ended up going to Florida State.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was built like Kyle Davis was. Mm -hmm. I can't remember his name. He's obviously forgettable. But anyways, all right, so cornerback, we talked about the 2022 class defensive back. Cornerback, it's not a huge need anywhere in the defensive backfield that I can think of, right? I mean, two to three corners, nickels, what?
0: I'm going to go two corners in this class.
2: I don't think we take any more than two
0: um, unless you have attrition at that position that we're not expecting. Ah.
1: I would say that if there is a position that might have attrition, it could be corner, maybe a guy like A.D. diamond, because I mean, you got a guy like JD rim coming in who, who knows that guy could come in and be a guy this year. He could be Um, a dude for sure. And Keontae Scott, who will report later, um, proven guy in Juco, uh, you know, Pritchett and and Simpson, I do they have another year? They, they have another is. year, but I think mm-hmm. they
0: can. I think they're probably going to turn pro. I think you lose both of them, which is why you can keep a guy like AD Diamond because I think he's going to slot into the two deep. Um, especially if a guy like Osbury is going to be playing nickel. So yeah, yeah. I, I don't know that you lose all that much, and I think if you can bring in two high school guys in this class to kind of be, you know, y- y- your third deep right there. That would be the plan as of today.
1: I would say two to three. Yeah. Probably leaning more towards two.
0: Yeah. I lean towards two. And I think, I think, you know, we get uh, one on the board here in July. Um, I think we're going to get the kid that's uh, the kid's brother from Clemson.
2: Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. I, I, AV I, Terrell. Yeah. With you there. I, I think, uh, he's A. going, he's going back to Clemson this weekend.
0: Going to Clemson this weekend, but we get him, I think, on the 17th or maybe we get him on the 23rd. So we get that opportunity to, you know, to counterpunch what Clemson puts out there. And I know Zach has been, you know, he's been the man on that side of the ball.
2: Absolutely. And, and I, there's a good relationship with A.V. He loves Zach Etheridge.
0: Yep.
1: A.V. Terrell, fun. Ethan Nation is the guy to watch. Dale Miller. Miller. Still got Jaleel Hurley sitting there. Dale Miller was one that, like, you know, you could always circle back to him, I would think. Well, and, and I know the staff really likes him, obviously. I think they're going to shoot
0: high, and it's not that Dale's not high. I think he's a fantastic kid and a fantastic player. I just think
1: they're chasing some elite guys in this class. I agree. And I, I'll tell you what, though, if Dale goes to IMG and he and he kills it at IMG, which is not out of the realm of possibility, they know they, they know they could probably get him, so –
0: now the word is he's
1: transferring out to Oklahoma City. I think his parents just took a job out there. Ah, okay. So I
0: think he's going to be playing ball. I think he's going to transfer or go with his family out to Oklahoma City. So I don't know that he's going to be at IMG this fall. Okay. But I'll double back
2: on that. Interesting. Well, I give him a call and see what what's going on with him. Which takes us to linebacker. I've got oh, so everybody's on the board with two DBs, two CBs. How about LBs? Two. Yep, that's what I got too. Maybe uh, three if they get the
1: right guy. Yeah. I'm gonna go, I, okay. Now, I think there will be some attrition at that position. Uh, okay. A guy like Desmond Tisdale might not get to play as much as he wants to. He's a pretty good player, I think. I mean, he's a talented guy. He could go somewhere and play. He might be thinking about that. Sure. I don't have any intel on that. That's just my my thought, right? Uh. So, Cam Brown, he, does he possibly look elsewhere if he doesn't get to play a lot? Yeah, um, yeah. Cam Riley, if he's really good at edge, does he move out the edge if they don't have the numbers? So, for that reason, I go three.
0: Okay. I, I can see that for sure.
2: And so, and so, looking at the minimums at each position and the maximums, we're, we're saying anywhere from 12 to 15 on defense. Okay. And putting that on top of the 15 to 17 from offense, you're looking yeah. at a class of around 27 to 30. That, that would be right. That's in that including – 27 to 32, that's max, minimum, and max. So anywhere between those numbers, and that includes transfers. transfers. That's right. Yeah. And you got to think now, Auburn had 17 this year plus six transfers, 23. Uh, I think that's what was right. Is that right? Eight 27. transfers.
0: Eight transfers. So 25. Yeah. That's right.
2: That's right. That's right. I forgot about the two. Morris Joseph and Craig McDonald give you 25, yep. give you eight transfers, 17 signees, 25. So you're only, I mean, that's 27 to 32 sounds like a class from the, you know, early two thousands when there was no limit. And that's kind of what we're going through, right? I mean, there's no more limit. Well,
0: cool, because right now you still have seven open scholarships. I think I think we're at seventy-eight scholarship mm-hmm. players right now. So that gives you what you can go to eighty-five. So you got seven open scholarships. You got 17 seniors on this team. So that puts you at twenty-four uh-huh. before attrition as of today.
1: Let me just ask you this. Jeffrey, specifically, not leaving you out, Jayhead. head No, go but ahead. As long as you've been doing this, Jeffrey, how great is it to just talk about this and not have to worry about, oh, but they can only sign 21. Mm-hmm. Just, they just have to meet 85, however they have to do it. Isn't that great? And the, the, what
2: was – I think it goes back to, like, Houston Nut used to sign, like, classes of 35. I mean, it was outrageous. I think Auburn had a class of 30, and I remember <laughs> – that was back yeah. during Har- the Hargraves days. Remember Hargraves? Oh, the old sign and play. A, sign and choose. plays. Yeah. Tubbs loved Hargraves now. And, I, and it, I, hey, it, it paid it off. Either. Anthony Mix yeah, went he, there. I mean, they, they had some really good uh, – Derek Graves went there. There was a lot of good players that could not qualify partially or fully out of high school. Tubbs sent them to Hargraves for a year, did not lose a year of eligibility, played against some, the, uh, some, some really teams, came back to Auburn and were dominant. Yeah.
0: And who was great? Who was the Juco in Mississippi where he used Graves. to always send kids?
2: Kirby Diddy, not Derek Graves. I'm sorry. It's crude. Yeah. Kirby Diddy. So go there, ahead,
0: Jay. There was one junior college, in Gulf Coast Community College, Gulf Coast. Gulf
2: Coast,
0: that he used yeah. to just wear out.
2: El Toro Freeman? Yeah. El Toro. Dick Fairley. Duke uh, Williams.
1: Duke Williams, Williams, Dick Fairley.
0: And then he used to use Hutchinson. That's where he got uh, Rudy from. That's where he got Daniel Cobb from.
1: Hutchinson, uh, you know, just got Marquise Gilbert from there too.
0: No, Hutch has done a good job for a long
2: time. Is that work. where Proshay Rodriguez came from? Remember Prishay Yeah, I,
0: he came UK. from one of the Kansas junior colleges. I can't remember
2: which one. They loved Butler too. Yeah, they did. They, uh, uh, listen, Eddie Graham was a damn, JUCO machine. Hmm. He was he was fantastic. I loved to me JUCO recruiting was so much fun. It Ju- was so much fun. Man, yeah. those kids were like. Man, we appreciate you calling. Like people care about me, man. Like, holy cow! Like you, you go out of JUCO, you get lost, dude. Nobody cares. Like the, yeah. They're like the middle child. It was yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So it's uh, it was it was uh, that was fun, man. The Hargrave days, the JUCO days, and Rudy. You said Rudy Johnson came from. Did he came from I Butler.
0: Came from Butler or Hutch? I can't. Yeah, remember. I, I think he was.
2: was. Uh, well, that's good. So, that's 27 to 32. And, and my apologies on the question. That was another question I think we didn't get to the other night. But uh, LJ Senior High School wanted to know, best guess – we've touched on this a couple of times, but he asked today. Best guess, how many commitments you think we get this month? Uh, this month being June, I think we all agree on. No, we didn't. No, we I think we changed the timeline to before
0: so before September 1. That's what we said is cuz it's too hard right now in June everybody's just doing their visits. I don't think you're going to see a lot of commitments.
2: Right. So I think I the think the better pump, question would be before August the
1: 1st.
0: Yeah, well, I'd even say September the 1st because okay. I think that's a truer gauge cuz kids are going to be making decisions up until, you know, their season kicks off.
1: I think uh I think you will have a, a July might be a hot month, uh you know, yeah. pun intended. Um yeah. With with commits just everywhere, not just at Auburn. I think that's when some of these guys that have been in the game for a while start popping off commitments, and you know, Auburn. I do think,
2: I do think Auburn wants a couple of more guys in the boat before Big Cat, which is going to be that last weekend in July. I think they want yeah. more guys yeah. in their corner going into that. So I would say at least two to three bef- more before then. So you've got four to five guys at that Big Cat weekend, and then you're pushing for. What would that be? The early August, having some guys pop in August and yep. getting up to, you know, 10 before the season starts.
0: And that's kind of how I see it, Jeffrey. I think you're going to get Brock Glenn in the month of June. I think there he's go. going to commit of June. Two. Another two. He wants to rep the brand of the school that he's going to commit to out at the Elite 11 to help push the profile of that school. I think that's the plan as far as that's concerned. And then I think you're going to get Joshua Horton.
1: I was about, when it do we know his date? We know his date. We do. do. We, I have and, forgotten you know, it. What, 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 is it July? Early it's, July?
0: It's early July. It's like July 7th or 11th or something okay. like that. Gotcha. And then there's the potential for his teammate. um
2: Jelani Jelani.
0: to commit at the back end of July. Connor yeah, Strow's in yeah. July. Multiple other prospects that we're talking to, I think, can all kind of be on that uh, that time on July. So, like you said, probably three more in the month of July.
1: If you can About, get – How about Raquez Raquez McElderick? There you go. You you think he he might be – if he's going to make a change, it might be pretty soon, I would think. That's what he said. He said in in July.
0: Yeah, because I think he swapped up his official visits. I think Georgia saw what an impression Auburn made, and they're getting him in this weekend. Oh, really? Are
2: they? Yeah, I'm
0: I'm pretty sure he's changed that up. And so now he's going to go to Georgia this weekend. Classic. And he's got Tennessee on the 17th, and I think Alabama Mm -hmm. on the 24th. And then he's going to – Make a decision. So oh, he's going to Alabama? I think he's going to go to Alabama on the 24th. I believe that's the Ooh. last i
1: heard.
2: Well, yeah, that, that's uh, I know they have been recruiting him, but he uh, – when did I talk to him? Sunday? it has been five days. A lot, a lot of shit can happen in five days. But, yes, he, he told when he left that he wanted to have a final decision as soon as those official visits are over. Right, and
0: I think those are the four he's going to take. He took the one to Auburn. He's going to go to Georgia, Tennessee, Alabama, be done.
2: You know, and the reason he didn't mention Alabama to me either – previewing the visit or recapping the visit is I don't think he felt much love from them. And so if he's going now, they're probably like, hey, don't forget about us. We really like you. Right. And, <laughs> uh, you know, you know what I mean? So I, I think he can, I, I would not, I'm not concerned with Alabama. I think it's Auburn, Georgia. I think he sticks with Georgia or he flips to Auburn. And, I and I'll, I'll say that until he proves me wrong. Uh, but yes, a lot of, a lot of guys going to be a committing in the month of July or by the end of July. So I think LJ, the, I think we all agree that the over-under, I think we put it at six and a half, and we all took over by the time I, – I, I think they're closing in on ten by the time season starts.
0: I agree. I think you got, you're you probably eight to ten in the boat by the time the season starts. But if we're going just for the month of June, I'm going one, and I think it's going to be Brock Glenn, and he's going to have an announcement towards the back end of June after his OVs are over.
2: I, I would say one to two. And I don't know who the other one would be.
0: Maybe a camp guy.
2: Yeah, yeah right, right. I'm just I'm, – I'm giving some leeway there. Sure. I think that'd be good. Uh, oh, uh, I, I got some high batches man. I know it's been an hour. We we need to cut it off so people won't get bored. But got some high batches this week. I want everybody to be sure to uh, – hey, man, y'all give us a call on Tuesday nights, nice, man. We had some really good calls this past week on our call-in show. Uh, I know T-Dub was in there. Uh, oh, Felix the cat was in there, had some really good calls, really good discussions. Y'all, y'all can check us out Tuesday nights at 6 30 on our YouTube channel, Auburn Live. Uh, anybody got any? How about you this week? Yeah, I got two. All right. All right.
0: All right. So the first one's going to go out to Danny Archer. Danny, yeah, we're not going to talk about the situation, but I'm glad you got everything squared away that Jay Lee took care of you. <laughs> yeah. You're good people in my book, man. You didn't, you know, you didn't do a damn thing wrong. Brother. No, that
1: was terrible. You yeah, surely you know. didn't.
0: So keep posting what you post. We love the information that you bring to the. And board. I have no idea who
2: did that to him. I tried to figure it out, but I think it was—I don't know if somebody got him mixed up or it was terrible. But yeah, yeah my apologies. It
1: was, it was a miscommunication. Yeah. Some
0: kind. The next was going to be Shacker Jack, Yeah. Shacker. Yeah. To be <laughs> honest, I made—I uh, made a comment on the show two nights ago that basically said that Gus only had twenty to twenty-five guys drafted during his tenure. The number was actually thirty-four to thirty-five. No, nah, man. Uh, no,
2: no, no! Hold on. You you went and explained yourself a little bit later in the same post. You were like, I mean, these are total av- of all the rounds, but yeah. twenty four to twenty five were in like the top what five
1: rounds?
0: Correct. Twenty four to twenty five were in the top five. Sixteen of those were in you know the fifth round to the seventh. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah hell on. No. Well, in your feel.
1: mind, you you excluded anybody that was drafted sixth, seventh round, right? Correct. That's you know, fair. Me, I'm like, ah, oh, they fair.
0: probably didn't make a roster. I think the only guy that's done well that was drafted late like that. Uh, is Darius Slayton, who had a couple good seasons with the Giants, with sure the Rams, he had sure a hell of a yeah.
2: foot, foot, uh, fantasy football season. I think he two Sure years did. Sure did. Uh, uh, he's, uh, he's still like, he's still going strong. He, he's still relevant. Yeah, absolutely. But Shaka kept me honest. I appreciate
0: you, brother. Look, I am not too big. You know, what I mean, I too big to say I was wrong and eat that crow, baby. So keep me honest. Keep me. You know, what I mean,
2: just hey, get Sha- you a little bite, man. I ain't a big crow. <laughs> not a big one, <laughs> a little bit. Oh, no Shaka. Should- Oh Shacker with the uh, the uh, missing C. I think he got. I think he was the first guy I banned when he was Shacker yeah. Jack, and what he come back. And remember, he came back and he was like, you know, all right, my bad, you know. And he was he, he's now Shaker
1: Jack, but he pronounces it Shacker. Yeah,
0: he, does. he, yeah. he to Mr. Lee. You know <laughs> yeah, right,
1: right. I like him better as Shaker Jack. Yeah, I, do I, too. I didn't. I didn't like Shacker Jack. All,
2: all right, right, Cole, who
1: you got big dog? Clark Tiger. Clark Tiger. That's Clark with an E. Uh, I just got a shout out for him because I've I've known him for a long time and uh, from Athens, Georgia. Know, oh, Clark where County. It? Where's Clark County? Isn't that Athens? I don't think, he's, I don't think not he's. in
0: that uh, Clark County's Alabama. Uh, he's down there by Scambia, right?
1: Yeah, you got Clark County in Alabama. That'd be uh, Coffeeville, Alabama, West Bend, West End, or whatever, Alabama. I I used to uh, I used to have traveled to all the counties. I'm pretty Athens good is in Clark County, Georgia. Oh, okay. yeah, with a knee. I,
0: I stand corrected, baby. He's infiltrating. I have to ask him. I
1: haven't, I haven't talked to him about that. But he's always, man. Uh, he's always been great with just giving suggestions, and he knows the stuff. And, and uh I just, I've always been fond of him. So, Clark Tiger. All right, man. We're, those are the, those are the best guys, man. Uh Absolutely. I've got, I've got, I've got several, man. We have some,
2: man. I'm telling you, I appreciate the, the, the message board's really good. Don't get me wrong. We still got some dingleberries on there. But there, uh, we got some, we, we far outweigh uh, good posters, man. I had some really funny stuff. On the, and, and if you made me laugh or got a good post, man, a couple series of posts, I'd like to give you a big how about you to Obliterati uh, with a three. Obliterati, a oh, man, yep. yeah, something funny, man. AU8908, Hidden Tiger, Fear the Thumb, War Damn Steve, Fear New of Guy.
1: Thumb. He's been, Fear the Thumb has been one of my favorites lately. I he's, he's awesome. Hidden Tiger made me laugh
2: too. I think it's eighty and eighty nine oh eight. Uh, we'll see. Word them Steve Blake R is our new guy man. He he came in this week and uh, want to welcome Blake R. Glad to have him. Saul's is always a good poster. S O double L S J Davis yeah. five. Big, how about you to him? Big, how about you to C U underscore N underscore A U? The good poster man. And then of course we have the L J and I think it's L J Senior High School one one two seven. We answered his question on the show D- dingleberry of the week pretty pretty uh standard status quo here kimisabi boy i tell you what dingleberry won't get yeah. off my ass will not get off my ass and man you know
1: i i can't decide if auburn legacy is a, is, is is a I, I can't i can't decide he's trying to come out of it a little bit i, I, I mean sometimes i'm like dude come on now I know it's like you read the post. You have to go back. Was that Lex?
2: I, I, yeah, I don't know how to take
1: it. <laughs> he's, I, I don't know. If he's, it's like it's like he, it's like you know that hot chick, and you
2: don't know if she's friend zoning you or not. You're like <laughs> I
1: don't know, man.
2: She kind of tickled in my inner in thigh, but I, <laughs> then when I hug her, she pats me on my back. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Oh. Hey, good show, fellas! Man, that was uh, I, I think very informative for me, learning from y'all, man. I appreciate that. Uh, great post on the bunker. I mean, on the bunker on the uh, on the corner this week. <laughs> um, I, I'm proud to say that I haven't read the bunker in a long time. I do not miss it. Uh, I, I like I like our I like our vibe on the corner.
1: Me too. Um, me too.
2: But anyways. Thank you all, man. I appreciate everything. Join us Tuesday night on the Call In Show. We'll be back next Thursday on the Trivial Pod to talk about this this coming weekend as well as next weekend. Going to be a lot to going on. If you haven't uh, subscribed to the site, please do. Be a great time to do so, man. You're going to get your money's worth in this first month, and it's only eight dollars and thirty three cents, so you you will not regret it. I promise. You, if you love all, if you love Auburn recruiting, football recruiting, and be expecting some basketball visitors as well this month, uh, this is going to be a great time to join us at Auburn Live on three. Uh, For for Jay head for Cole Pinkston, uh, I'm Jeffrey Lee, man. Stay out of the left lane unless you're passing it, and get the hell back over. See you.